This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. To have an appreciation, you know, I've had a very bad day, and besides that, i got a terrible headache. Headache? My wife has headaches. That's why I'm here! Welcome to I Used to Watch This? The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, guys? Or just you? <laughs> just me. It's good. We're doing good. All right, cause no I one speak for just- everyone. Because no one else can hear me. I mean, no one else can respond directly. <laughs> That's right. But collectively, we're all doing good. How's everyone doing out there in the quarantine? Not. That's what I was trying to say, I think. Yeah, right. How, how are you guys holding go, up? You, uh, I went to the grocery store today. I'll tell you that. And uh, 6 a.m. Strategically went very early this morning. Um, it I'd, was go ahead. More, more people there than I thought. But it was well-spaced. So I was... Yeah, they got all the t- the tape set up so you can when you get in line yeah. at the cart you can't or with your cart you can't get too close. So, right, right. But I don't think there's any good time to go to the store right now though because everyone is home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I used to go all the time. I'd drop the kids off at school, then go to the store after that on a weekday, and uh, there'd be nobody there. But now it's like everyone's on the same thing. Yeah. So right. Some cases they're like waiting outside the store in the morning, but. You know, yeah, hopefully we'll get that. back to we some level of normalness. Yeah, cool. we've done that. We've done the delivery. That's uh, that's a nice option too. Yeah, it's just hard to get them sometimes because everyone's doing it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. anyway, uh, let's see. Last week we did the love boat, Deacon Dark. Um, people seem to enjoy it. <laughs> how, how could you not? That was how could awesome. how could you not? Yes. And by the way, uh, I should have I should have tweeted it out, but I noticed today or yesterday, if you have the channel, the decades channel. I don't even know why I'm saying this now because by the time you guys hear this, it'll probably be over. But they were they were doing like a weekend marathon of Love Boat, I think, because like like every time I look at the the schedule, it'll just be like full of Love Boats. Really? Yeah. That's good. Decade channel, contact us. There's an open sponsor. Yeah, the there's always open sponsors. For the decade so. channel. Um, anyway, so yeah, so uh, new shows. I finished Ozark. I liked it. Oh, I won't say don't, anything. Don't, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, I haven't even started it yet. Yeah, they're all dead. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole town's wiped out by it the could, coronavirus. Could happen. Um, yeah. So no, that was good. Uh, I haven't started anything new yet. Um, <laughs> I will say though, I was laughing because my wife's been watching a show on uh, Lifetime Mysteries and Movies or whatever the channel's called, and they have one I forgot what the name is, something Chronicles, and uh, the woman on it is a podcaster. <laughs> so, oh, but nice. she's like solving crimes or like I don't know if it's cold well, cases or what it is. Yeah, so you know, off off air, but. Yeah. We should probably include that, our investigative skills, as we go through this. Oh, yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, definitely. But, Especially with the episode we have today. But uh, otherwise, yes. I haven't watched anything else new yet. So I will let you know. So, 
And anything for I'm you? Still, still watching Schitt's Creek. Okay, um, yeah. You know, two, three episodes in a row. And then uh, Breaking Bad, I've got the family. So I watched Breaking Bad, loved it. Greatest show ever created. And then I've got my family now sucked into it. You know, this is years later, obviously. But um, now they're all they're all pre pre hooked on it. So we just watched it right right prior to recording. Have you watched Better Tonight. Call Saul too, or no? No, no, I have not. Are you waiting until you're done with the rewatch and then to watch that? Yeah, one? I think I wait to, wait for the rewatch. I did watch the uh, El Camino movie though. No, oh, okay. I never really was... watched Breaking Bad. I watched a few of the first ones, but that was it. So, man, if you get past like I tell everyone, you get past like the first episode or two. And then, boom, you're sucked in. It's like, <laughs> it's like a trigger goes, you know? Gotcha. Anyway. All right, cool. I feel All the right, same so, way about Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, uh, which brings us to great segue, Mike. Great. That was just yes. spot on. Uh, right. Didn't even notice it. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we did watch Cagney and Lacey. Um, what we did is a little bit different. We watched the first episode of the first season versus the pilot. One, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. We didn't even look for it. I don't know if it might have been hard to find. But um, I thought, one, just what the hell. But the movie, the pilot had Loretta Swit in it as Cagney, Christine Cagney. But uh, they wouldn't let her out of her contract for MASH. So she was replaced by, in this episode, Meg Foster, who was only in like the first season, which was like six or seven or eight episodes long. So I'm like, you know what? We're gonna do the pilot, then there would be another person, and another person. That's too, that's too much. Let's just do the first season. So that's what we did. <laughs> so all right, I'm reading this right out of uh, Wikipedia, the source of all truth. Right. You say so you know it's exactly correct. Yes. It says Meg Foster uh, portrayed the character originally, and well, not originally, but in the first. <laughs> I know what you're gonna season. say. I think. <laughs> and when the show was picked up for a regular season in '82, Foster was replaced with Sharon Glass because CBS deemed Foster too aggressive, and too likely to be perceived as a lesbian by the viewers. <laughs> what? <laughs> different times, people. Different times. Wow. Yeah. So, nah, I'm not going to say anything else. But, yeah, it's just, I, it's that's pretty sad that that's why they, you would replace her. It, it, it is. Not that is. she was a terrible actress. No one liked her. But you know what? She was too aggressive. And to be honest, we haven't even started talking about this episode. But I thought in this episode... For the most part, I thought Tyne Daly was more aggressive in some way, in some respects. In even some though, respects. Even though she was the, um, the you know, she was married with a kid or whatever, at some point right. she would still be kind of more hard-nosed. But I don't know. It's just, at least yeah, yeah. to Cagney and the people in the office. So Yeah. I can see that. Anyway. So, yeah. So, we watched episode one for episode, episode one, first one. Episode season one, episode one. Now, I, I, I th- so it it was called what you call this plain clothes. Um, yes, like as in you call this plain clothes. Yeah, because kind of they were they were uh, basically being like uh, were they? they were being hookers like DD um, from uh, Hunter. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Which that I, a think, good role. I think I think. Cagney was wearing the same pants that uh, DD was wearing in that. So I, I don't know. Blue, it seemed like it. Like... But anyway, the funny thing is, is like when you look at Wikipedia again, 
source of all knowledge. Um, it lists, you know, calling it, you call this plain clothes, but it also says, bang, bang, you're dead. <laughs> Which I don't know if that was like the working title and... They just decided, you know what? That's kind of dumb. But it goes back to my thing, which I've said before, like those old shows back in the 70s, like when they were just like, tonight's episode. <laughs> yeah, Death, <right. laughs> Death rings the doorbell or something. I don't know. It's like. Yeah. Well, bang, I, bang, you're dead with the whole prostitution thing. That could have been like a, a double entendre type. Maybe. But anyway, so let's get down to it. Um, first of all, let's, let's- before we even get into it, I don't know if, you know, I didn't watch a show growing up. I was, you know, typical boy, like, I'm not going to watch a bunch of girl cops. Um, right. And it started, what, 82, right? So, yep. yeah, we were been 13. It might have been a little highbrow for us, and we wouldn't have really cared that much about it. But I don't know if this was always the intro. Like, this intro song is always the same, but I kind of like this one. I got a little bit of it here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So you, you frequent watchers of the show, uh, especially later on, let us know if this continues on. Not that we won't ever do another episode of this, but. Um, so, yeah, and I'll tell you, my, my mom watched this. Like, this was like her show, right? So w- whatever night this was on, whatever time, this is what we were watching. Whether you, you know, If you wanted to watch TV, <laughs> this is what you were going to watch. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm familiar with the show. I just don't remember the theme at all. No. Anyway, it was catchy. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, It had a very, uh, not Alice vibe, but like working, working mom vibe. You know what I mean? Like, I I know that sounds bad. Strong female voice. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, this is the time when women were getting out work and doing jobs that they weren't typically allowed to do, you know. That song really, it even just sounded like it, even not even listening to the lyrics. Yeah, and the show, I mean, the show reflected that as well. So, Yes, uh, we'll get into it. I have a couple comments about uh, the lieutenant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Archie Bunker, Lieutenant. Oh, and based on what I could tell from the intro, it seems like basically they got a phone call, ran down the street as street cops, and apprehended some guy, and that's how they made Detective. Right, and it's it's as if like CB radios or you know didn't exist. Well, they didn't have a car. They were you know they were on the streets. They they were beat cops. Yeah, Yeah. but still, they still have you know those little. I don't know. Did Whatever. they back in 82? I don't know. Maybe it was all done through pay phones and phone booths. <laughs> the police but, boxes. You know, you run to a, like, yeah. the police box and uh, you get it taken care of there. But <laughs> yeah, at first I thought, I'm like, oh, that's the intro. Short and sweet. And then the real intro played after that. But Yeah. With the music that you played. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a little quick quickie on how they got promoted. Right. Right. All right. So then, uh, shall we jump into it? Yeah, let's go into the actual thing now. What do you got? You oh, can start us right. off. Or- All right, I'm going to say uh, <laughs> so we start say- out. We see we see a you know I don't know probably a busy New York street at night with a bunch of hookers. Um, <laughs> Ladies Cagney of the evening, Lacey. Mike. Yeah, yes, <laughs> Cagney and Lacey are are dressed the part. Um, 
And I want to say, at this point, I had Cagney and Lacey's names switched. I know. I always had that problem, too. I never knew who was who. Lacey was dressed like Cruella DeVille. (laughs) That's exactly what I have written. (laughs) She's got, like, the wig with the stripe. Right. I mean, it it wasn't even, like, just the jacket. It's like they did the hair. Like I'm like, did they do this on purpose? Was this, like... Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, was this a Disney show? But obviously it wasn't, and Disney didn't yeah. own ABC at this time. So I don't know if it was even Nor do ABC. I think they would have drawn that comparison there. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they should have had yeah, some I, Dalmatians go running by just for effect. Yeah, right. But after <laughs> I got over that, um, you know, I realized, okay, it's them. And they're wrapping up a night. Uh, it seems like, um, you know, they were out there, you know, trying to catch some guys and they're calling it a night. And so the police van takes off and they're left to like walk home. Right? They're like, <laughs> exactly. Their backup cut. just takes off. All right. Ship's over. See yeah. you later. Oh, oh, we're done. Okay. I'm going. So the van drives away. <laughs> and so they, they just start walking down this alley to, to go home. And, um, you know, they're talking, you know, and this dude drops down out of a fire escape. And first I thought he was like going to jump him or something. And then he's like, He's like almost asking him for a favor. He's like, "Hey, can you help me out here? Make some quick money. Um, Got to make this drop, and you know, if I screw this up, blah blah blah." So then they they just end up like arresting him on the spot right there. Right, and it's play played by a, uh, a young David Paymer. Um, you know, you know him from tons of stuff, but yeah, yeah, he. You saw him for sure. He in this episode, I don't think he was even um, thirty yet, but. He already looks well middle aged. Like he was one of those guys yeah. that like looked middle aged from the time he turned nineteen, probably until yeah. the, <laughs> until for like thirty years he looked the yeah, same. Like, exactly. Yeah. So it kind of you know he probably at the beginning is probably like man I look so old, but then like as he grew older and didn't actually age anymore, he's like all right I'm cool with it now. I'm I look yeah, younger than my contemporaries. It's leveling out. So, um, so yeah, they arrest him and. Uh, as they walk in, this is where you're going to have a phobia, I think, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a, a lieutenant sitting at his desk, and he's, he's talking to some of the other guys around him. He's like, yeah, what's with all the guys getting laid off and these broads are being promoted? <laughs> like, so right there, we see where this is headed. But did, did you catch what else he said? No, no. What to else? make it even worse, he's like, last year it was the blacks. This year it's the broads. And I'm like... Jesus Christ. Wow. And he was yeah. talking about like the promotions, you know, because yeah. they got promoted to detective and he's all pissed because they got to oh, he's gonna work with them. Because there was a there was a black. Guy and then there, right. And then there was. Black. Yeah. Because. Um, oh, shoot. Pre- Petri was his name. Petri. Right. And he like kind of walks <laughs> up and like, uh, not you, though. You know, something like that. Well, he's like, well, maybe it's because they were qualified or more qualified. Yeah, right. Because he, know, did, yeah, because he didn't. I don't think the lieutenant knew he was there. He's like, oh yeah, oh uh, sure, right, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that must be it. <laughs> and I and I always forget to look up the name. Uh, who uh, lieutenant? Okay, Lieutenant Samuels. They just call him lieutenant all the time. But yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was a character. I don't know if they <laughs> he softened up at all during this show. But whoop. yeah, I don't know if he lasted. You know, a lot of times, like those chiefs or the lieutenants or whatever, they don't last the whole run. They oh no, around. he was on 125 episodes. He was. Oh, was he? Okay. Well, good for him. Good job. Uh, I mean, and I know, obviously, don't get me wrong. This was done on purpose. This was to make this guy look like a jerk and make it look hard on Cagney oh, yeah. and Lacey. And I 
guarantee there were lieutenants that are, and probably maybe still feel that way that, you know, women, you know, getting, shouldn't be doing these jobs or whatever. But for the most part, those are few and far between now. And, so it, and they made it seem like, okay, he's he's kind of hard on them, and he's only has them do, like, these prostitution jobs. Right. Because um, I think Lacey says, hey, you know, what do we have to do to prove ourselves to you? Um, and he's like, yeah, no, you're, you're doing what you're supposed to. Or, you know, I don't know what his comment yeah, was. Yeah, you're the only women here, so you guys got to be the prostitutes. Right. You know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, right. <laughs> I did, like uh, – uh, I think it was Lacey that had the Rubik's Cube earrings. Did you notice those? No. <laughs> yeah, she had Rubik's Cubes. I, <laughs> like, I, I did not. From her ears. Those were pretty. I mean, those That's, were obviously the the outfit for the <laughs> the job, not her personal yeah, ones. But yeah. I think they're pretty cool. So then, yeah. And then um, it was a Cagney. She wants, like, she's looking to, like, climb the ladder. So she's like, hey, let's go, you know, the guy we busted, Vinny Marconi, let's, you know. Let's push him and find out and get the guy, you know, we'll find the guy at the top. And, uh, you know, she's pushing, pushing, and, and Lacey's like, hey, you know what? This is a job. You know, we're, we're doing what we're supposed to do. No need to rattle the cage. Right. Let's just, and she know. also knows that she's like, the top of this is the mob. <laughs> she's like, yeah, right. I don't want to be screwing around with the mob. You know, yeah. she's got a wife and, or I mean, a husband and kid. Or kid or kids? I don't think we even saw. So yeah. I don't know how many at this no, point. No, I didn't. I think she said two, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but anyway, but Cagney doesn't give a shit. She's like, I want to go after him. She just, you know, she just wants to uh, make a name for herself or do something because so they that way they don't have to be uh, fake prostitutes anymore. Right. Right. Um. So then we go. So, like, is it the next day? I think at this point they're outside walking. Like maybe, yeah, because this is where Cagney she's still pissed and wants to go after the mob, and she talks oh, yeah, yeah. about Lieutenant and like she's like, I told the Lieutenant I was going downtown day. He's like, she's like, you know what he said? <laughs> and this is basically where he wanted her to go get his wife a present. But I got a clip of it here, yeah. right here, real quick, a short one. You know what Sammy said to me yesterday when I told him I was headed downtown? What? He said, stop at Orchard Street and buy his wife a birthday present for him. All right. Okay. So he's a pig. <laughs> so, so he's a pig. And then, uh, so she still doesn't want to do it. Lacey's like, this is still, this is trouble. This, we got to stay away from that. And then, um, then I think there's a scene, and it, it wasn't real clear what was happening, but the one of the, the one of the detectives from Petri, earlier, the Petri guy, or Petri, Petri, Petri was at. I think this way, yeah. He's at, I guess, a hotel. I wasn't sure at the point if it was a hotel or apartment. Or yeah, whatever, I thought the same too. But... Some woman was like butchered. Yeah, like, it's pretty bad. Like this is bad. And uh, apparently, he was only like within you know shouting distance. He heard the scream. He got up there, and she was the guy was gone, and she was already hacked up. Oh, did they show that or did they just say that? No, he said that. He said, oh. I, I heard, it took me about 40 seconds once I heard the scream. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So, yeah. So, he was he was right there. But um, then uh, Cagney and Lacey, uh, back at the station, approached the lieutenant's desk. And uh, he's talking to another detective. I didn't write his name down. 
um, uh, Cove or is Becky? Is Becky? Is Becky? Yeah, is Becky? Is Becky? That's played right. by that's the guy. yeah, oh, yeah. played by Martin Cove. I'm like the Cobra Kai leader. Yeah, that's I'm right. like I did not know he did anything else besides that, and it turns out he did every episode of this show. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I just yeah. It's, I totally forgot. Well, as soon as I saw him, it came back to me. But have you seen like the commercials he's doing now for? Yeah, yeah. Something. For, uh, yeah. This is like insurance or whatever. I don't know, like a joke yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah. But the funny thing is, is like I was thinking about this. Is so what I mostly remember him from is Karate Kid. You know, just being that right. asshole guy. And it's like one of those things where when you're a teenager and you see someone like that in a movie, you just automatically think that guy is a dick. Like you don't, you can't like separate. <laughs> like in, in real life, he's probably right. That's and like, like what you think. And I didn't really see him in much else. And like in this, he's not at all. And like I expected him as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's going to be an asshole. And I'm like, but he, at least in this episode, he totally isn't. So it's it's pretty funny. Well, yeah, I mean, there was there was a there was one scene where he kind of was, but. Yeah, but not really. Not as much as I thought he was going to be in. But by, speaking of him, yeah. I just clicked, you know, when I was in IMDb, I was looking to make sure he was in all the, you know, that he wasn't just in the first episode or whatever. But then I came across a show he did, which I feel like I've heard someone else talk about on podcast sometime, but I, I can't remember for sure. But, <laughs> but uh, it was called uh, Hard Time on Planet Earth. And basically, he's like an alien, like a so, uh, soldier or whatever, and he gets sent to Earth as like punishment, and he gets has like this little <laughs> thing that follows him around that like tells him stuff. I found an episode on YouTube and I tried watching some of it. It is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. Not even watching it. Is, it is. Well, the I mean, especially the transfer was terrible, but it was it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. But yeah, he was on every episode of this. I had no idea. Again, because yeah, I didn't yeah, really right. watch this, so. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, so we did all that. Oh, and then so direct. So Cagney lays here at the lieutenant's desk, right? We see uh, the other guy there, and they're talking, and Cagney and Lacey are trying to, you know, get kind of a better uh, job. <laughs> job. Like, not, not a job, get but better like an assignment, cases. right? Yeah. Right, get better cases, and he's like, "All right, you know." So then they kind of he kind of dismisses them. So they start talking and then like talking recipes and yeah, girl they, talk. Yeah, they keep talking about pigs or getting trying to piss them off. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah they're razzing them. And they're like, "You get this big fat pig, you know." And then so he's like, "All right, you want you know you guys want a new case here? Homicide. Go to this hotel." So they leave, and the, you know the other dude's like, Wait, "Why? Why did you hook him up like that?" He's like, "When they see how gruesome this is, they'll never want to. <laughs> you know, they'll never want to be back." And um, so they get there, and there's a couple of cops like you know outside the door, and the one cop was like terrified. He's like, "You don't want to go in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, don't it's horrible. Go yeah. Don't go in there." Yes. So they go in, and um, Cagney's like. I'm going to puke. Yeah, I got a clip of it here. here, I thought it was kind of funny. I'm going to throw up. Don't you dare. The cop did it. Why can't I? Look at what Samuels would say. Well, at least she died with her boots on, huh? Hey, hey, hey. hey, Let's let's go find Petrie, huh? Huh? Come on, Chris. Let's go. Oh, see, they call him Petrie. 
But anyway, yeah. So the guy's like, you know, makes a crack about, well, they should die with their boots on. And Cagney's like ready to kick his ass. Yeah, yeah. But I I like the way Lacey's like, don't you dare. Don't don't (laughs) throw up because don't give him the satisfaction, you know. Um, And then let's. uh, I probably totally would have. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You can throw up. Um, so then, um, so then, well, the, then they leave and then Cagney's like really hard on herself. Like, yeah, I suck. What am I thinking? Eight years I've wanted to do this. And then I, this comes up and I'm a big wuss. And, and then, uh, Lacey's like, ah, oh, come on. You know, it's, you know, she kind of like talks her down or whatever. Um, some like, you know, I don't know, cop partner psychology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They all feed off each other. Right. You know, they got to help yeah. each other out. So she, she gets her back to, to the tough uh, perceived lesbian that we uh, <laughs> that CBS thought she might be. Uh, so then they so now she's back on the kick and she still wants to go after Vinny to get more information and get the mafia. Um, and Lacey's like, "Hell no! You know, we've, we've, I'm I'm making dinner. You can come to dinner, and uh, that's it. I'm not. We're not. No, 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 Vinny." Um, so then, well, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I, I, say, skip, I, I think some things happened before that, but, um, All right, no, well, go, go ahead before, before we cause get, that was, cause when they go back and they're talking about the murder now and it was uh, another prostitute that got murdered. So they're going to go out and try to find this guy and they end up giving the clothes back to Cagney and Lacey saying, basically they're, you're going to have to go out again. And then they're like basically bait. And, right. um, and he's like, he tells the lieutenant says, hey, if any of these Johns want you to actually get naked, don't bother with them because it's not his M.O. <laughs> so yeah, they basically have to lead him off. For. But what I wanted to talk about, you know, some other slight stuff that maybe they didn't really need to include in this episode. So did you remember the part where they have, there's a bunch of, uh, you can't see from the back, but you're presumed to think that there's some Asian people from the neighborhood like this guy's yeah, talking yeah. to him, like setting him up for a lineup because they're, they're thinking there's some. Was it the Silver Dragons, the gang leader from the Silver Dragons? They yeah, want something to point like that, out. Yeah. So they want these guys to be here in the lineup that are, you know, the innocent people because they always get to have other people in there. <laughs> He's like, and you know, this might take a while because you know you guys all look alike. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the I, guys, I, I, like, think I may have purposely they, left that out. Yeah, and they say, <laughs> st- you know, they say stuff um, in, uh, I, I, I didn't catch what they said, but it was in their native tongue. I'm not sure um, what they said, but he's like, hey, what is that? Are you talking about me? I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're being and an then, at, and, and then they, they show Cagney and Lacey getting prepped, you know, to, it's like they're getting dressed and mic'd up for this thing. And there's this dude, Mike, and like, <laughs> yeah, that's later on, like, but yeah, he's like feeling her up as he's. Like, I'm like, wait, what is going on here? I didn't even know he was miking her up when they showed that. Like, like, is he just assaulting her right there? <laughs> Basically, but now what happens is so at this point they Cagney and Lacey leave because they go home for dinner at this point because they're coming back at ten to go out on the streets. All right. So this is where they go. He she invites her to dinner, and you know they talk in the car, and you know. She still wants to go out to the contact, blah, 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 blah. She's like, yeah. my dad always said, you to get the guy at the very top, you have to start at the very bottom or something like that, right? Is that what she said? She, well, she, she said, 
if you want to know something, yeah, you want to find something out, you you get the guy at the top or you get the guy at the bottom. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a great <laughs> philosophy, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, so then they get to to Lacey's house for dinner, and this is where we see Harvey. So Harvey, Harvey is Lacey's husband, and she talks about him all the time, like not just on this episode, but like for the rest of the show. So that's all I remember is we're talking about Harvey, Harvey, Harvey. <laughs> But uh, was he, he seems a, like a decent guy. Was he a stay-at-home dad? Is that what we were it, supposed to it, get? It gave off that perception, yeah. Yeah. He was because he, sure. he made the dinner. He took care of the kids. Because that wasn't really yeah. – <laughs> there weren't too many of them back in no. early 80s, that's for sure. No. No. No, there were not. Um, so they're, the three of them are sitting down eating dinner. And, they're you know, Cagney and Lisa are chatting about work and this and that. and <laughs> Talking about all the murders. Yeah, and he's just silent, eating and eating, and then finally he just, like, explodes. He's like, you know, enough. You know, I don't want to hear about this cop talk. Um, And then uh, I thought this was when the phone rings, and Cagney's like, I'll get it. It's probably for me. I'm like, why would you be at someone else's house and be like, you know? Well, Well, it's like all those shows. Oh, I left word that I'd be here. Yeah, like with everybody <laughs> but so she gets some kind of call well yeah but then the, but so don't forget remember the uh harvey he's like no 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 i'll get it you sit here and he goes yeah. he comes back he's like it's for you <laughs> yeah. he comes back and he sits down like it's all done and then he's like it's for you <laughs> and so she t- she takes it and says she got lucky i don't know if she had a date or something or i don't think it well really that's what the plot anywhere yeah because did they say anything about it because that's what they want you to think but I have a feeling it has something to do with that mob guy, but they never said. I like they never said what that that's call what I, was. That's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. But Vinny, um, good old Vinny. Vinny. But then they go the next scene. We see him around walking the street again. Um, <laughs> and they just kind of. And I was thinking, wouldn't the other prostitutes be like, "Who the hell are you?" You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't they know? When they <laughs> I know you would think. Well, I think but, a lot of times in these shows. The prostitutes actually know they're cops. They're not there to Probably. bust the girls. Usually they're there to bust the guys, and they don't care if the cops are there because they're going to get rid of the, well, murderers, yeah. <laughs> basically. The, the paying customers. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. They're usually not there just to get the regular paying customers. You know, my time out on the streets, Mike, when I worked the streets. Uh, what's been your experience? <laughs> when I was uh Former police officer working the streets, dressing up. I was kidding. Yeah. Wearing my Cruella so, Deville uh, costume. By the way, wouldn't the other girls be like, "Didn't you wear that yesterday?" <laughs> like, yeah, right. Why are you always wearing the same outfit? I mean, I can see the same coat, but like they're wearing maybe the they same all, pants. Maybe they all were. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they have their work clothes, like a, just like everybody it's a else. Uniform. Yeah. So, th- so they they they're walking down the street and they meet this other prostitute and then they kind of split up Cagney goes with this other girl and Lacey like walks a different way I don't know but they I think it's Lacey I don't remember who one of them comes across and like meets this priest yeah that was Cagney oh that was Cagney okay so meets this priest outside the church and you know the prostitute's like oh thanks for saying all those nice things about that slaughtered co-worker of mine and he's like, oh, you know, no problem. Um, and I'll see you in church or whatever. So they, you know, they go their own ways. 
And then, um, but you see this guy, shady guy, kind of hanging around somewhere looking, and you just know that's. that's well, not- at first I thought they were going to make it be the priest. <laughs> yeah, so so did I. Like some weird like, like twist, like he was you know trying to clean the streets or whatever. Right, and then um, that seemed like yeah, like that would fit. But um, let's see, then. And then at one I think point, eventually uh, that one girl that was with Cagney at the church, she walks up to uh, Petrie sitting in the cab, and she tries oh, yeah. to get in. He's like, "Oh, don't you see? I'm off duty." She's like, "What? Don't you want to take me to Brooklyn?" And then he says, "I don't even know if he says anything." But then she kind of gets out, walks over. She's like, "It's good to see a cop out on the streets here right now." <laughs> yeah. Walks away. He's like, "How do you know?" <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, and then some dude approaches Lacey and wait, Lacey uh, or Cagney? I don't even know. Ka- uh, La- no, you're I right. It was Lacey. Yeah, yeah. Lacey. I, I wrote get, Cagney, they, but I think that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and they get a room, and um, oh yeah, and she's in there, and he wants her to get undressed so she knows it's not the guy. So she's like, you know, complaining. She's like, "I got a headache," and then. I guess the guy just leaves. I don't know. Well, no, he's like, headache. He's like, my wife gets headaches. That's why I'm here. Yeah. And then he leaves. And then. Yeah, and then he leaves. And, and just as, like, I think Lacey was about to. Cagney. Or Cagney was about to pop in with the Right, because she thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Um, and that's it for the end of the night. Ooh, let's see. I think that okay, night. That's right? it for the end of the night. Yeah. Because then, then they go back to the so headquarters. What, the, yeah, the next day, I guess, then they're debriefing the situation. Um, and they come up with some, I don't know, some uh, patterns here. All, so they're all the victims are prostitutes. They're all white. And Cagney starts to talk about, like, the psychological profile <laughs> yeah. thing. And the lieutenant's like, oh, what do you talk? We don't need to hear that. I don't give a <laughs> like, shit about that stuff. It's not unlike yeah. the... Uh, the cop in charge in Auto Man who doesn't want newfangled gadgets to take place police work. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is right. And just and then, and, so and, then, go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, just at that point, then uh, it's uh, sh- I'm getting the names confused. Cagney. Cagney gets <laughs> another call that's not it's not even at her desk, right? It's at someone else's desk. She gets a call from her uncle Seamus, right? Um. Which sounds fishy right off the bat, right? <laughs> and then, like, to make like a awkward situation even more awkward, she says Uncle Seamus about five times during like this thirty second call. Hi, Uncle uh, Seamus. How you doing, Uncle Seamus? How's the weather over there, Uncle Seamus? How's Aunt Seamus? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How are the little Seamuses? Uh, and then. So that's totally how was, you. That's definitely how you make people think. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out it was someone giving her information on Vinny being out on bail, and uh, so they go go to pay him a visit. Right. And while all this is going on, while she's getting her fake call, um, Lieutenant is the, someone has to go and meet some narc dogs that they got, you know, and you know no one really wants to do it, so he's going to have someone write numbers down to send someone out. But Lacey knows something's already up. So she grabs the thing. She's like, I love dogs. I'll go. And he's like, okay. 
Wait, I think I got a clip of one of the things he says here. Here's, a, here's another great line from this lieutenant. Hold on. You got a volunteer, lieutenant. I love dogs. Not even used to broads yet. Now they're sending us dogs. <laughs> Not even used uh, to broads yet. Or now they're sending us dogs. Nice. Yeah. yeah anyway. But so what happened? Would she just do that to, so she could get out of there faster? Yeah, because then she runs around the corner and Cagney's just waiting there for her because she knows she's coming. Because yeah. <laughs> she never, I mean, she never went and did anything with the dogs. Oh, I, so, yeah, as far as I know. I think she was just like, let's cut this shit short. Yeah, He's exactly. going to keep us all here until we get a volunteer. So. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, then I think they're back in their prostitution costumes no no uh, for they found out so they they um find out vinny got released so they go to see him first during the day oh, now yeah, they're okay. in his neighborhood he's like what are you doing yeah, you're I gonna get me killed I get, you know and yeah. <laughs> they're like hey don't worry we're gonna take care of you and lacy starts pushing him around or whatever and uh he's like oh i see good cop bad cop and then lacy basically starts breaking out she's like I can't do this. I'm not a good bad cop. I can't be a bad no. cop. I got kids. Da, da, da. But basically, that's her just ending up but, yeah, but trying he was, to make he him feel like, bad. He's like, if you're going to do this good cop, bad cop thing, I think you got it backwards. Like, <laughs> she seems like more of a hard ass than you. <laughs> yeah. She's got more of the, uh, what did he say? He didn't say potty mouth, but something like that. But yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so he's like, you know, he still doesn't want to help because he's worried about getting killed. So Lacey sticks, or was it Cagney or Lacey, one of them, stick a, a, a business card in his hat. She's like, call me the first time your kids are in trouble, if you're oh, around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and you could already hear, see him yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, they, they pulled at his heartstrings, and it was weaknesses, his, his kids. Yeah. So. And then they end um, up at the morgue, where the mother of the dead girl from the beginning shows up. And she talks about how... Yeah, you know, my daughter said she was a secretary, but you know, I knew what she did, and we all play we play this game on the phone where I would pretend like I didn't know, but I did know. Blah 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 blah. And she's obviously upset, and then they pull out a crucifix right. from her belongings, and they look at it. They're like, you know, like a light bulb goes off, and they determine that right. all the girls had crucifixes, which right. I'm not sure what it points <laughs> to. I guess it points them to the church. I guess that was like, yeah, they probably all also had lipstick, but you know, <laughs> it didn't point them to the cosmetics counter. But yeah, but yeah, so um, they yeah they all were Catholic because there are two Irish girls and a Polish girl, so they were trying to like string things together, and then finally, Cagney or whoever decides, you know, that's the factor that's going to break the case. And she kind of keeps it to herself, I think. She doesn't... Yeah, they uh, didn't want to share it with the boys. Right, right. Um, and then... She wants to be then a that star. Then that whole miking, groping scene happens. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, while she's getting groped, she gets a call <laughs> from Uncle Vincent. Oh, yeah, from Uncle Vincent this time. Which turns and, out, um, it was, who is Vinny again? Yeah. What was the deal with him? So they go to meet him. And uh, they're at some outside, some quote unquote theater. <laughs> so he shows up and he's like, okay, they got man and Aaron to meet a boat called the Palermo, you know, 
registered in Spain, going to be coming out of blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's doing three days from Pakistan or Iran. He's like, one of those on places. <laughs> like, okay. And he's like, that's all I know. And uh, she's like, okay, well, we'll put a good word in the DA for you. And then he leaves, and we never see him again. So yeah. I don't know. And I don't see dies. how that was helpful at all. It was very vague. But, yeah, well, uh, I mean, they could find a boat. You know, I'm just, I'm going to assume that that's going to come up later in another episode, I would think. Yeah. Well, it did. It actually did come up later in this one. No, but it did. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll remind me to mention it at the right time. But well, you won't okay. you won't know the right time. But um, okay, so then they go back. They're back on the streets, and before they really start the work, Cagney says, "All right, guys, shut off my mic. I'm going to go talk to this priest. I'm going to do confession or whatever." Yeah. Right. So she goes in. They turn off her mic. She goes in. I figured she was going to get murdered right when that when she said that. Well, yeah. I'm like, turn off my mic. I red flags. I thought, I'm like, this is they're gonna, this is like, gonna happen now. No, how about you do <laughs> do confession some other time? Yeah, right. But so she goes in, kind of does her thing, talks to the priest, tells him her theory, pretty much, and then leaves. Um, did I miss anything? Was there anything else that happened in there that was? No, it just everyone stares at her. Story? Basically, yeah. oh yeah, that's true. Um, so then, so then she leaves, and they turn her mic back on, and then. Um, in the meantime, so we run. In the meantime, we flash to that hotel, and we see that other girl who uh, talked oh, yeah. to the priest, and she's getting dressed after some guy leaves, and then we yeah. see in the mirror behind, like someone walking into the. Uh, um. Basically they come in walk through the into the fire escape, yeah, yeah, and takes her out. Slices and dices, we are to presume, yeah. And then, um, let's see. All right, we just covered that. All right, so then I will say one thing though happens right around here because they're back out on the street and they're talking through the microphones and stuff like that. And one, the one guy uh, is Becky or whatever I said his name was. <laughs> Yeah. He was playing a bum, and he was like sitting like next to another homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. And the guy, the guy goes and was like, "Tell your coat to shut up. I'm trying to get some sleep because <laughs> like because it kept coming through his coat when the like, people were talking." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. That's yeah, good. yeah, it was pretty good. There were, I didn't notice and he I was will, sharing a bottle with the guy. Yeah, and I will say, uh, there were <laughs> were a few times. Where there were moments of levity that just seemed like it didn't really fit with the theme of the show. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I understand how they try to pop that in. But. Yeah, no, I know. But I think what happened, I think what really what it is, it's not so much the moments of levity. Like when she says she has a headache and Cagney runs in, she's like, you had a headache? You know, because that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, right. But then like they cut away from the scene and they play that music like almost like like a Brady Bunch like outro or whatever oh. yeah, exactly. you know what i mean yeah exactly like yeah. a combination between that and like a game show like bah, bah, bah. You know <laughs> it just didn't seem appropriate but anyway it's That's the awesome. first episode what do you get what do you expect yeah yeah so then um let's see so then some dude picks up i think lacy again yeah lacy's yeah. always getting picked up 
Yeah, so I think people are really hooked on the Corella Devilla. It was like cosplay, cosplaying before cosplaying was a thing. Yeah, that, that was hot. In yeah, the 80s, I think the yeah. Corella look. But somebody picks her up and uh, brings her in the hotel, and basically, the I mean, it's not the guy, but he's kind of aggressive. So they they arrest the guy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and he le- as he leaves is like. <laughs> You know, says something about being cops. He's like, all women are whores. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, right? I was like, D- did you really say that? And then, um, so they leave. And then Lacey goes in. No. Yeah. yeah. Lacey goes into the bathroom. Yep. And sees the dead girl in there. <laughs> Just like leg in the bathroom. They didn't even notice. And I'm like, and I'm thinking... Housekeeping, like <laughs> they just turned the room over, like no well, one went in. Mike, you've never had a room that you rent by the hour, have you? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I have not. They, I don't say. think they do housekeeping <laughs> in between. <laughs> so it's it's possible there could be a slaughtered person in my bathroom. If I did. Yeah, I think so. I, so. I think that's like one of All the right. first things you check is to check for bodies <laughs> in the bathroom when you rent by the hour. <laughs> so, and then when they when they walk outside, the other cops are like. Hey, good job. You know, next time you bust somebody, make sure it's not uh, a John that works for the mayor's office. Right, exactly. And like, th- and does that matter? <laughs> I know. Are you supposed to ask them? Like in the corrupt town. But so I'm, I'm assuming they let the guy off because he worked for the mayor. But that, like today, that wouldn't happen. They'd be like, that would be headline news, you know. Um, and then um, so. Lacey's all shooken up, right, because of the dead body and stuff. So she's like, I'm going home. Call it a night. Yeah. So she goes out. And he tells Cag- she tells Cagney to go home, too. Right. But I- Cagney decides, you know what, she's going to stick around. Yeah. She's like, the night's young, right, guys? Rounds. Yeah. So, um, you know, by the time Lacey gets home, Harvey's, like, brushing his teeth or whatever. She's sleeping by the time he's, like, she's out cold. Yeah. Tough day. And then uh, back on the streets, um, let's see, some guy, what the hell? I don't know what happened. Uh, so back on the street, she's in a room somehow, Yeah, right? she's in a room. I They don't really show how she got in the room. We have to assume that she went up with someone, but we don't know. Okay, so I don't know where the other dude is, but guy climbs in the window. He's got a knife, and, like... He made some kind of comment to like uh, something about Catholic girls or something. Yeah, and, and then he's like, you know, he's kind of doing the like the the stance of a, a guy that's about to knife you, and then she just <laughs> beats his ass. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she pretty much like he takes a couple swings at her with the knife, and then she just like kicks the crap out of her. Yeah, and then and the guys then, get up uh, there after she's already. Got him in cuffs. Right. And now I would think if she's the only one, like before Lacey and Cagney would, like if someone went up to her room, the other one would go in the room next to her, just be ready. Right. You would think like the guys would maybe pick a spot a little closer <laughs> when it's only her by herself. Because it's going to yeah, take exactly. them a little while to get up to that room. And like, did they even know? Was the mic still on? Because Yeah, no, the mic was still on. Because she wasn't like, hey guys, uh, he's yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it in, roll, whatever, dude. <laughs> right. Come she on just kind of like, Saw him and just got in her defense mode, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So, luckily, trained trained police officer. She took him down, and um, then the next day, Lacey is 
pissed that Cagney did it without her. Right. But not because she, like, missed, you know, the action, but because she told her, go home, let's go home. Right. And I, I have and a, I have a clip it. of this because it's okay. pretty good here. Hold on. Yeah. Hiya. You don't know a damn thing about teamwork, do you? Or friendship, do you? Hey, no, I'm... no. You'd have got yourself killed last night. I'd have to live the rest of my life feeling like it was my fault. Like I let you down. Listen, if I wasn't there, another woman would have been killed. Not good enough. Anyway, I was upset about Cleo. I had to find something to do with myself. You never had any trouble finding something to do before. Don't give me that crap, Chris. Somewhere in the back of your head, you wanted to make that collar alone. Now, maybe we're two different kind of cops. I want to do my job. I want to do it well, but to me, it's a job, and to you, it is some kind of... I've really been pulling hard on you, haven't I? And then I was, they go through a whole thing, and then they end up making up at the end, so... Yeah, there was, like, there was some kind of joke. Yeah. Um, well, she says... Cause oh, they, she wants to be a star. Yeah, and she's like, star. do you want my autograph? <laughs> And, and then, and then that, that was all the levity the they needed. Yeah, yeah. So, but I get it. I get it why she was pissed. But yeah, and and I will say, <laughs> I meant to say this earlier, but it was something that made me think of the show. So this, <laughs> this whole thing, you can kind of, in my opinion, um, t- you can tie this into Charlie's Angels. Because this is exactly what Charlie took them away from, right? Because they got right. they got the shit jobs. They were on the streets. They were and like this is why Charlie took them out of the police force because he knew they were going to get shit jobs. And it was even before this. So these are like yeah. the anti Charlie's Angels, and I don't mean anything yeah. about them in particular. Just the storyline, not it's like the they, people. Yeah, if there were five angels, maybe they would have been in it, but they weren't. There were only three. There was only room for three at any given time. So <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, so back to the boat. Yeah, thing. the boat. What so that was boat? pretty much the end of the episode. Um, but at one point, they're talking to the lieutenant who like has like softened up for about forty seconds, and he's he's saying, you know, hey, you know that tip from you know Vinny, we caught the uh, we turned that over to the coast guard, and they stopped the the boat at sea. That way we protect your informant. And they're like, oh, thanks, Lieutenant. And he's like, yeah, sure thing. You know, so they're like all friends for like just that moment. Yeah. And then, uh, I, didn't, I, don't, I didn't remember that, but I'm, yeah, maybe I just didn't catch it. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad they wrapped that all up. <laughs> I was wondering what they were going to do with yeah. that boat. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's like a, a clean, you know, no loose ends. But right. Exactly. Good stuff. Anyway, so what so do you think, a, Mike? Yeah, no, I liked. It. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. fun. I mean, it would have been fine. I think you know, obviously, it became an iconic show, and Sharon Glass was there. I don't know necessarily was because of her versus Meg Foster. I don't think it was just more that the show found its footing and got you know a stable yeah, order I, and all that stuff. So, to, yeah, to be honest, I don't think this actress would have done any harm. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I have a feeling they just didn't like her, but she did a lot of other things anyway. But like one of the things a lot of people had mentioned, like I think Moose Matson mentioned that he was <laughs> it was one of her crushes, and I think um, uh, Michelle again she said something about like everyone always points out her eyes because her yeah. eyes are I like that's like one of the things like as soon as I saw her, I'm like oh I know I remember her you know 
And uh, yeah. I was trying to think of like, I thought she was, and I think I might be confusing her with someone else, but I thought she was in like a, she was in uh, They Live, but I thought there was some other horror movie that she was in. But I mean, and she was in Stepfather too, but like something else, like monstery movie that. Um, but I I didn't notice anything that jumped out. Um, so I might be thinking of somebody else, maybe. But um, but yeah, she did a lot of stuff. So yeah, those eyes, those eyes uh, remind me of uh, when Bruce Banner is turning into the Hulk. <laughs> And the eyes go. Yeah. They just kind of stand out like that, you know? Yeah, no, they do. They're very, they're very piercing. Like they, like, it looks like she's looking into your soul at all times. <laughs> so like, she'd be really good for like, uh, interrogation later on the show. Uh, <laughs> they kept oh, yeah. Where That's were great. you looking into my eyes? You can't say, you I can't take it. You can't lie when you look into my eyes. But, um, anyway, yeah. so no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I, as a kid, I might not have, you know, enjoyed it. I probably would have been laughing more yeah, at the cracks it, about them being women on the job than I should have. But I mean, as a kid, there wasn't enough, um, like, actionable moments. You know, there was, like, too much story, too much drama. Yeah. To, to, for a kid to appreciate. Or yeah. At least for me. Yeah. No, I'd watch more for sure. But, yeah, it's good. I liked it. Yeah, I want to see though. I want to not necessarily next time, but to see when Sharon Glass takes over. Like, do they even? I don't even know how you would say anything. But you know, like sometimes, like writers or writers or write something in, like kind of like an inside joke, almost like like when uh, they got the new Becky on Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, well, or or <laughs> when the old Becky came back. Yeah. And they're like, where the hell have you been? Where the hell have you been? Like everyone said the tour. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah. Or would it be like, like, I know you probably don't know, like I would grow it up. Like uh, when my mom would be watching soap operas, like the part of Jane Smith is being played today by Janet, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like literally do Someone that. Completely so you don't get different. confused. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like she had a Like also day, like so they, they do it on, like on, uh, I think in plays, in you know, play. they'll make an announcement yeah. when the stand-ins, but, um, I don't know. I vaguely remember that from like old soap operas watching with my mom. <laughs> That's awesome. The part of Christine Cagney is being played by Sharon <laughs> Glass now, so don't get all confused. From this point forward. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, I recommend watching it. Uh, it was pretty easy to find. Um, it's all over the place on streaming stuff, so you have no trouble yeah. finding it. I don't know about the first movie with uh, Loretta Swit, if that's easy to find. Um, yeah. I think it would have been, I don't know. I, I don't know how it would have been with Loretta Swit being in it the whole time. No, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could have handled it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cause what and was that, this 81 yeah. or 82? So this was close to the end of mash, but not quite the end of it yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And those were like, I didn't, I didn't like, I liked Loretta Swit in mash up until the end. And then towards the end, I didn't like her anymore i don't know why but um so yeah i'm i i would be i wouldn't be a fan of that yeah. no offense to anybody but right um but yeah i but i am interested to at least see a scene with loretta swit in it as Cagney. oh yeah I, i'm sure you can find something i don't think i could watch the whole movie but yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think she'd be as hard ass, but I, I could be totally wrong. Well, what am I thinking? She well, was no, a hard ass as hot lips. Yeah, and the, especially in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. So we, we have no idea what we're watching next. Again, anyone have any recommendations about TV shows you're watching in uh, quarantine time? Let us know. Um, yeah, we were up. we were chatting between shows, and I came up with only cop shows. I don't know why, but I was on a, a roll. <laughs> of just like, here's a here's a show. It's a cop show. Here's another one. It's a cop show. They're all cop shows. <laughs> yeah. So, but that I mean, we're not we're not excluding cop shows, obviously. So yeah, any suggestions? Throw them our way. And uh, yeah, whether it be not, stuff we'll for us to do on this, or just stuff to watch during the lockdown you know let us know right. big thing is stay safe out there everybody stay home watch tv wash your hands yeah stay home watch tv wash your hands anyway that's anything it. else that's it okay well we'll end it here all right uh right. for this episode i used to watch this i am mike forgetto and i am <laughs> mike sullivan talk to you next time bye That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.